Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle. You're listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tox Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Tox Machina. Are we on the internet? Woo! Woo! Tonight, the Mighty Nine form a plan to get their friends back. Neela finds closure at last, and the party makes a new and curious friend. Looking at you, Taliesin. We'll break it all down tonight with my guests, Sumali, Taliesin, all that and more tonight on Tox Machina. Hit it, Chief. We're back. Happy. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, esteemed panel of guests. Hello. Thank you. You guys have steaming steaming hot tea you're drinking tonight. It's quite nice. You didn't make it in those chintzy uh, plastic cups, did you? I don't, is that a problem if we no, did? I don't think they've been washed out is the only thing. That's fair. That's well. okay. <laughs> Can't be any worse than what Sam ingests into his body every Thursday night. Speaking of asbestos, right, Danny? Oh, by the way, gang, Hope everyone's sitting down. Prepare yourselves. We have one bit of bad news we have to cover. No Danny Cam tonight. Technical difficulties, working on a little syncing issue. Should be back up and running next week. Thanks to our hardworking crew. But you'll be forced to just listen to her tonight instead of <clears throat> seeing her wonderful face. Can still hear me, though. Can still hear you, though, which is great. Um, all right. Our uh, couple announcements before we get into the show. Our very own international man of mystery, Mr. Talisman Jaffe, hand-selected my outfit for Gen Con this year. Yeah, that was pretty fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a blast. And, and I'm very excited about the outfit. It is, it is extremely extra. It, I, is, it is quite extra. I, I attempted to pack it today in my luggage for the trip and uh, with, with a ton of delicacy, and, uh, but it's, it's, it's bright. You might need some sunglasses I'll, if you. I'll have, your, I'll have your product, by the way. I actually have the product. We, oh, we discussed yes. product needs. Yes. I have your product with oh, me. It's going to be packed. Goodness. Good. This is going to be fun. <laughs> uh, if you missed it and you don't have any idea what the hell we're talking about, we made a video showing the process, which is available at youtube.com slash critical role and facebook.com slash critical role. 
on both of those channels right now. And stay tuned for my big outfit reveal this Friday night, August 3rd at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific during our Gen Con live show. It's going to be a blast. Um, another programming note, Matthew's Fireside Chat and NPC Build will be Tuesday, August 7th at 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, it's a week from today. Mm. Uh, five to six, you can check that out. Ask Matt your questions in chat, and he'll be doing the build of the new NPC that the critters are going to pick, which is going to be awesome. It's going to be pretty fun. Uh, Mauritius Honey Heist 2 Electric Bear Glue. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> name. Uh, we'll be Friday, next Friday, August 10th at 7 p.m. Pacific. Both of those streams will be hosted on twitch.tv slash critical role and uploaded to our YouTube a few days after the stream. We're all coming back for the Honey Heist, too. All the original gang. You, me, Sam, Liam, Matt. I should really read those emails. That's exciting. You should. <laughs> yes. I will. This I will is all brand new information to tell us. I've been a little busy. This week, it's, been, it's been a long two weeks. Um, Wednesday Club tomorrow. What's going on? Um, I don't entirely remember. Oh, yes, now I do. I was like, what, what do I have to read when I get home? Uh, Your we're, emails and uh, then? My emails. And then uh, we're covering uh, Batman books with no Batman. We're, we're doing all of the uh, Gotham adjacent comic books and talking Ooh. about the city of Gotham and like the fun characters that. that run around there that are not Batman or don't necessarily have Batman in the book. That's awesome. Tune in to Wednesday Club tomorrow at 7 p.m. 7 p.m.? 7 p.m. Right Uh, here. Possibly special guest. I'll double check. (gasps) No way. Yeah. Is it Ben Affleck? (laughs) No. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Speaking of Batman adjacent, no. He loves that role, though. He he was born for it, really. Yeah, he was born (laughs) for it yesterday. Without further ado, let us discuss episode 28 of Critical Role Campaign 2, Within the Nest. All right, guys. Yeah, it's those two. (laughs) Um, Well, we have some crit roll stats for this episode. This is done by our friends at Crit Roll Stats. Um, Neela smelled her bag regarding five decisions. Wow. Going to Ophelia, letting Champ smell the bag, going to find a cleric, going to talk to the taskers, and placing her spirit totem. Wow, I didn't think it was that many times. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's cool, I like that. Stink pouch. Cool stat. Yeah. Cool nickname, too. Frequent uh, (laughs) stink pouch uses. Is that what you call call it? No, it was Sam who came up with stink pouch. Oh, Sam did, that's right, that's right. Um, Let's see. Oh boy, this one's sensitive. Molly Mock had 25 nat 20s, second most in the Mighty Nine, 11 nat ones, second fewest in the Mighty Nine, 21 kills, most in the Mighty Nine, and got seven, how do you want to do this is? How do you want to do this, I? How do you want to do these? 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 Uh, Most in the Mighty Nine, so that's pretty crazy, man. Record holder. Yeah, no. Shone bright. He, was, he, he was died bright. doing what he loved, making crit roll stats <laughs> records. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll allow it. Sure. Um, since we're discussing episode twenty-seven and twenty-eight tonight, uh, Molly dealt seven hundred and eleven points of damage and took three hundred and twenty-five points of damage total. Uh, Molly's most cast spell was vicious mockery twenty-three times, mm-hmm. and it terrifying probably twice. Yeah, everyone was terrifying them. Uh, his most used Bloodhunter ability was Ride of the Dawn, 22 times. 
And Caduceus. Mm. Am I saying that right? Close enough. Cadu no H, Caduceus. Caduceus. What did I say? Caduceus. Caduceus. I do it too. Oh, Caduceus. I'll end up. I'll, I'll end up doing it a couple times as well because it's hard. The deuces. Clay. I've, I've given permission for everyone to call Clay. him Clay. If you're just yeah, I get it. It's rough. Uh, Caduceus healed people for 24 points in episode yeah. 28. That's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Right there. Good one at numbers. Yes, that's true. Uh, Sumali, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. And uh, the past two weeks on the show. Um, what, how did you, how did you come to be on Critical Role? How did this happen? Tell me everything. Oh my gosh. It was such a, ah, such a whirlwind. Um, that started off really slow, because uh, I actually, so I'm friends with Matt. Mm. Um, we're at the same voiceover agency, so I knew him. And I knew about Critical Role, and I'd kind of watched it just grow and grow and explode, but I was always like way back, you know, like I'd see yeah. it in my timeline and I knew people, you know, I knew people associated with it. And so there was one day we were bo both, Matt and I were working, we were both guest starring on the same cartoon. And after we wrapped, I just, you know, we were walking outside and we were like hanging out in the kitchen and I just had to say congratulations. I was like, this thing that you that you built is just amazing. Yeah. I, and I was just, I just literally just wanted to say congratulations. I'm so happy for all of you yeah. about what, you know, I didn't exactly know what it was, right. but I was like, I could see that it was huge. Yeah, yeah. And so we were, you know, we were talking and he was telling me a little bit about the backstory. And then he was like, you should come on the show sometime. And I was literally like, oh, okay. And I wasn't <laughs> quite sure, like, if, I mean, he, you know, he's a, a super nice guy and yeah, he's, he's yeah, sincere, yeah. so I was like, I think he means it, but I yeah. was like, but I'm sure he saw the look on my face. I was like, I would love to do that, but I've never played D&D &D before. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you, no, it, it's it's cool. You know, why don't you just watch the show a couple times, yep. see if it's something that you'd like to do, mm -hmm. and then get back to me. And then, like, actually, right after that, this is an important part of the story, because after that, I, I, w I went to my agency I think the next day, and I was like, I told our common agent, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, Matt said he might want to have me guest star in Critical Role. Yeah. And, and so that kind of like logged into her head. And then fast forward three months later, and I hadn't done as much homework as I wanted to, to right. feel comfortable going back to him. He texted me and he was like, hey, Mercer here, want to, you know, would love to sit down and talk with you about a possible guest appearance yeah. on the show. And I was like, oh my gosh, this, this timing is good. But I thought that we were going to the meeting. We were going into this meeting. I thought it was like I had to, like I had to pitch myself. I had to <laughs> yeah. like. I was like, oh my god. Okay, it was like more preparation than for any audition. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Okay, okay. Try to get as much like of the basics of D and D down, and like okay. And then I was planning to tell him if all else fails, I was like, I will study whatever I need to do. I will read the player handbook yeah, from cover to cover. I really want to do this. Yeah. And I walked. I, I we set the time for the meeting. I met up with him. And he was sitting there in this in in this diner with the book, with dice, with the you know, with the player character sheet. Yeah. And he was and I I sat down and I was like, you, you know, I've, I've, I've never played. I, I mentioned that to you, right? I was like, it's cool. Yeah, no, no, we've had, you know, we've had newbies on the show before. Yeah. And then we just started to create the character and I was literally like, oh my gosh, this is happening. I was oh, so man. prepared to say. Matt, I will do whatever it takes to make sure that I don't embarrass you. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, you don't have to worry we about that. Read the player handbook. <laughs> yeah, that's well, true. I didn't quite finish the it. whole thing. But. Well, you don't, yeah, you don't need to read the whole thing, but um, for but what I, you I were doing. Like, 
<clears throat> it was like a few. I think I had like about a month before I ended up being on the sh before the before my first show. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I mean, it, there's no better person to walk you through how to play from scratch than Matt, really, because he just has such an articulate, easy way of making it sound so much simpler than it actually ends up being. Oh my gosh! And even like picking like picking stuff out like race and class he just you know he was introducing everything to me and I had some you know I had some exposure but literally everything sounded so good when he would present it yeah. like, you could be a dragonborn you could be you know like and yeah. he would just introduce a little little bits of each race and I'm like yeah. oh yeah I want to be that oh I want to be that I know I want to be that you're <laughs> like, the next one you're like oh never mind that's way cooler and then oh no that's way cooler yeah we should have called tonight's episode the Furbog fireside I would have been totally okay with that. That's what we should have done, Danny. I mean, there's still time. There's still time. Well, we'll fire our producer, Max. After the after the title. That's true. We'll do it. We'll do it for the YouTube upload. Oh wait, this doesn't go to YouTube. All right, our questions from fans tonight. Let's begin with one for you, Talison. Okay. This is from at Skinny Ghost. Do you know who that is? No, other than they're apparently losing weight, and I applaud. That's well, yeah, that's true. It's Adam Coble. You know him? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. His uh, question is, where's my money, Taliesin? In the mail. The money's in the mail. Yeah. It's on the way. that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it had not occurred to me, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the uh, um, resemblance <laughs> between. It does look a lot <laughs> like, check out at uh, Skinny Ghost on Twitter. Oh, please. And, There's some uh, great you'll photos. See some fantastic photos. Yeah, yeah that wasn't the intention, but once the art was done and like I was with Matt, and he's like, Looks like Cobalt. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. It worked out pretty well. I I'm saw pleased. a lot of comparisons Thursday night once your art went up. <laughs> um, okay, for both of you from Cyberwolf1201, what attracted you to choosing Furbogs as your character races? I mean, I'd never done it before, which was why I did it, just because it was something new and they've got some interest they've got some really interesting uh, abilities and, and and stats it was kind of so the idea of like vaguely communicating with plants and animals amused me and it's like I'd never done this before that was my whole thing was I'd never done it before I'd never done any of them before yeah, yeah. So, so it's all new for you right <laughs> I think well like I was saying when Matt was introducing all the different races I could choose from like for some reason I went in I was like okay I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be a half work or Dragonborn. I was like, mm. I don't know why, but for whatever reasons, I was torn. I was kind of like drawn to those, and then, and then he he opened like we finished the races in the regular handbook, yeah. and then I think he pulled out a different yeah. book, and oh, and you can also choose from a, from these, and he just showed me the page of fur, the Furbolg, and I was just, it just like clicked, and I was like, wow. that's it. And we were both talking earlier. There's a there's a picture on that page, yeah. and I think it just spoke to both it's, of us. What yeah, did you say? It was like a Jim Henson. It's very Henson. I was like, it oh, is. I want to I be a Dark Crystal character. That sounds <laughs> yeah. exciting. It is. And I think, yeah, when he explained like the whole nature aspect, I was totally like, oh, yeah, like this is, I don't really get to explore this in my characters, you know, in characters that I do outside of here. So I'm like, oh, what a great opportunity. Let me pick something that kind of resonates with with the nature lover in mm. me, so yeah. I liked, I like that. So you're a big, you're a big I'm nature a total lover. Tree hugger. You oh are. Yeah, yeah. Tree hugger. I'm a tree. I'm a total tree hugger. I think yeah. it was like influence from my father. But yeah, I, yeah, like if I could have, if I could repick the place where I got married, it would have been like totally like in the woods. But we couldn't get that location yeah. because it was a national park and blah 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 blah. Oh, you know, but did you do it at a Sonic drive-in instead? No. 
the one in Glendale. Outside. It's very romantic. That's where I plan to get married. Sonic in Glendale? <clears throat> yeah. Sorry. Okay, Danny Danny is now <laughs> running by the, by the, out of the building. Danny. The Memphis and me got really excited. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Sonic by the train tracks in Glendale. I'll take you. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> very lemonade. Cherry Don't, limeade. Cherry limeade. I'm so sorry. That sounds good. It does sound good. good. Should we? Do you guys want to go? Let's get out of here. <laughs> get the mobile cam. Let's go to Sonic. Let's get the yeah. We'll get Steve. You want to rack up the mobile rig and care, uh, follow us to Sonic? Follow uh, it. Steve Durr has a question. Not our Steve, but a different one. Talison, mm. Furbog, cleric, grave domain. Mm -hmm. Which call to you first for your new character? Um, it was everything was kind of done in a in a semi-conscious blaze of insanity because I, I, for reasons that will become clear in probably a week or so, I've had a lot to do <laughs> this past month. Yeah. Uh, and adding, uh, cutting three days out of my schedule to roll a new character was really not um, really feasible. Um, Grave Cleric hit very, was, was probably the first thing that hit because I was, I was going through the new book. I was going, I, I would, wanted to get the supplements before the player's handbook and I had that moment of this is kind of gothy. I could see some ways of playing with this in an interesting way, and um, <clears throat> I like that it. I was a little worried going back into the game that the entire party was going to get a little uh, um, gun shy. Mm. After character death makes people gun shy. Yeah, you, you get a little. I mean, it's fine to be cautious, but D and D is not about being cautious. It's a it's, wake up call. Yeah, yeah, and it's and this is a this is this is a really good class for going in and kind of. Having a, like a little bit of a buffer of like, okay, you can. This is a this is a great cleric for. I want to make let, make sure everyone knows that they can make some mistakes and it's going to be okay. It's yeah. it, it, it kind of it's a lot of risk reduction, which which could be a lot of fun. Yeah, grave cleric. I looked it up and yeah, some they're cool nuts. stuff. They're really cool. <laughs> cool and, stuff. And like yeah, the 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 and then the furbogs work so well into that. And then I kind of already knew I wanted to do a Hensony thing. I was and I was trying to figure out where I could push the aesthetic for the character and the type of character that was different enough from Percy and Molly to but still do. That's a long conversation. That's yeah. a huge long. My favorite part of the makeover video is when I pull out the Percy costume and I was like, now what's this? Is this a Disney villain? And you're like, do I really have to explain <laughs> this one to you, dude? You should have tried it on. I would be curious to see you in, see you in the, in the, in the jacket. Maybe I did. You weren't in the room when I was God trying it, stuff on. You were only in the room when I brought the little bit amount of clothes out that I did put on. Um, Sumali. Yes. I have a webcam, it's cool. <laughs> Rescue us from the non-HR friendly conversation we're having <laughs> with an answer to this question from Cutlip Adam. Was Neela's smell bag an actual magic item? If it was, what did it do? I don't think it was a magic item. It was more of Home a... Homebrewed. Yeah, it was... I am, first of all, I have to say, I'm, I'm so excited that people like like liked it and oh, enjoyed it, it because I racked my brain for like two weeks trying to come up with something. So first of all, like the first couple weeks, I was I when I rolled Neela, I my intelligence stat was like a wait up my intelligence stat was an eight. Okay. But my wisdom <clears throat> She has all of her awesome stuff here. My wisdom was an eighteen. Oh yeah. And I remember I, I'm pretty sure Matt gave me the choice like I could dump one of them, or I forget, like when we rolled it, but he was like, yeah. you don't have to keep that one. But he was kind of in his map, in his, like, just light suggestion when mm -hmm. he was like, you know, you might want to keep 
that low intelligence, because sometimes the low scores help create the, the like, oh, did we, we had like go out? Sorry. Yeah, they, um, <laughs> listen, it was my month to pay the power bill, <laughs> and I only paid part of it, so they just kept the real important we, lights on. We barely on. ask you to do one job. Look, we barely ask, we barely ask one this job. This is our 76th <laughs> episode of the show, and I keep hearing checks in the mail, buddy, checks in the mail. I'm like, 76 episodes? Yeah, you and Cobalt, man. Yeah, no, this waiting. is, um, I think maybe my ankle monitor had, there's some interference with some of the equipment, but... Um, you were saying. Uh, what was I saying? You were most saying that. that most oh yeah, lo, yeah, yeah. And so I. So first, Man. I had to understand. Yes. I want to look. So first, Ooh. I under, had to understand what does it mean for a character to have like low intelligence and high wisdom in the game. Yeah. Like I didn't understand what that. Like I understand what it means, but yeah. how does it like fit in the game? And so I, I spent a while trying to figure that out. And it's very opposite, I think, for me because for me growing up, like my parents, my mom especially would always tease me. Like I'm book smart, mm. but no street smart. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like the I'm like the girl. My cousin came out to me like, "Did you know that gullible was taken out of the dictionary?" Oh my god. And I'm like, really? <laughs> no. Why oh would they god. do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so I'm like, so I'm used to kind of the opposite. So yeah. it took my brain a while to get like wrapped around that. And then I had this idea that oh, she needs something that's kind of like a gut check, because mm. that that shows to me. Intelligence, like an innate intelligence, but we're back. Oh, but like she doesn't. Maybe she doesn't explain. She can't explain how she gets to to a decision, but she can. She can feel like what the right decision is. Oh, so to yeah. me, having some sort of gut check like that was the solution to the lower intelligence and high wisdom. Oh, that's awesome. And then I was like, "What is going to be?" And the funny thing was, You're a you know, beast by the way. Oh my God, these stats are amazing. That's what Matt said, but yeah. I had no idea. Uh, yeah, I, he was have a reference yeah, point, he was right? Like, oh yeah. Oh my God, I've never seen anyone. Roll. Yeah. But I was like, Are you just saying that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're only one negative. One. You're only one negative stat. This is and everything's. And yeah. There's 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 an 18 and a 60. Oh, there's a lot happening here. Yeah. This is great. Ooh. So Ooh. you know, I at first one of the things I first thought of was reading tea leaves, because I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh, like reading tea leaves made it. But then I was like, No, that's that's too. It's too intelligent. It's still too heady. So I yeah. had to like, I was trying to figure out what I could kind of simplify it to. Mm. And then, you know, smell is such a, like such a, like a powerful sense. Yeah. So I was like, oh, what if I put stuff in a bag and smell it? And every time I smell it, it changes depending on what like I'm picking up inside. So that kind of affects what I'm smelling. Yeah. And I just like the idea that it's the same things inside the pouch but that it changes every time I smell it, depending on what decision I'm wanting to make. Wow, that's so, so creative. Oh my gosh, it took me so long to come it. up with that. And I then, love it. So when people like it, I was literally like, oh my god!" Oh man, that's <laughs> hilarious. Because you, know, like, so, you can spend so long working on certain elements of a character, in this yeah. case, like a quirk of the character, and it might never come up or it might never get noticed. And yeah, so. I mean like Sam's oh, yeah. character and nobody likes even still <laughs> no, and so no it's one. been already 28 episodes. Um, that's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Taliesin, of course. Mm. It was, so many people wanted to know about the, the, the smell bag. What, I, I, what, do, you, do you have an idea of what was in the smell bag? Out of oh, like, yeah. the actual object? Just, uh, just Yeah, dump it out for us on the table. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Okay, so in my smell bag, <laughs> um, <laughs> I had 
I had nuts and berries from trees that I had helped save, that I had helped nurture and grow. Wow. Um, I had bark from trees that my tribe considered like the sacred trees. I don't remember what specifically they were. I had bones from animals that I had like befriended and oh, you know, wow. so and then after they died I put you know, I would like put a bone or a tooth. And then don't, okay, don't get too grossed out, but I had I had I had the placenta yeah. of my baby. No way. I had dried it. Cause this is this is like a the LA thing. No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm this is a total LA, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So people like grind. Uh, animals do it. Like, an, like all yeah, the animals, yeah, yeah. like the mothers eat the placenta because it's like full. That's you know the bag that the mm -hmm. you know the baby gets is is grown in. Yeah. And it's I know full all about of all it. this I, I, stuff. I read about it on Gwyneth Paltrow. Well. <laughs> oh, you did? I don't, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Somebody I, had to like explain to me. I was like, what? People eat that? So anyway. Right. So mothers eat it. So in my mind, I had like, oh, that was wow. my connection to my son. In the bag was I had his placenta, kind of a, a portion of it cut, dried, and kind of ground up. And that powder gets sprinkled in. So. Whoa. That's so interesting. Mosses. Mosses. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I was I like in charge that. of the mosses in mm. my tribe. That's why I had. Really, you were the moss mom. I was the moss mom. <laughs> yes, I was. Which, which to me was the irony because I was like, who gives the furbolg the responsibility? Like, which furbolg gets the responsibility for the moss in mm. a forest? Because the moss is like the easiest growing, hardy yeah. plant in the world. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why I got it because no one really relied on me wow. for that much stuff. Yeah. So I was like. Okay. I'll you wanted something of your own that you could go collect. No, they they wanted to give me something. <laughs> they wanted to. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, you just you check the mosses over in the you know in this area of the forest, and you, yeah, go ahead do that. That's Nila. hilarious. <laughs> oh man, moss teeth. Wow, placenta. What placenta, a great bag. That's, that's, <laughs> sounds like the backpack talus is going to have was, a Gen Con. Well, to be expect? fair, that's true. No, no, that was so much better than anything I expected. So that's, <laughs> oh, that's way me better. Me too. Me too. Um, Talison. <laughs> yeah. Donald Cheeto wants. To uh, what a great last name. Uh, whose idea was it to make your new character the person the party would seek out in order to resurrect Molly? That, um, I, I, I kind of wanted to drop that there as an option. I didn't entirely know that there, would, there was, that that was gonna be what happened. And on a certain level, it's not really what happened. They didn't, mm. I, it was, but that, that was a way it could have gone, but that was definitely a, um, I wanted that to be a possible introduction for the characters, just to just to put an end to it right there. So yeah, yeah, that would have been me. Um, um, kind of at least offering to Matt, like, if I'm here, if I'm doing this things, this would be if, if they were going to send anybody to, and if they were going to send them to anybody who could maybe handle this, it would be these people over here in this mm. in this temple. So wow. That Makes was sense. a great reveal. Thank you. It took, so, was... it took so long enough, didn't it? It so, did. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, man. I can't believe now that we now that we know. Like, why didn't we decide to go I there? Don't the know. first. I know it, it was like it was right there for us. That's D and D. Yeah. Just That's standing outside the, the studio, just weeping yep. silently, <laughs> just crying, hugging Danny, <laughs> crying. Yeah. Shame eating gummy bears, oh. and waiting for your turn. Those Milano cookies. We have a, a few, well, not anymore. We have Milano, so I'm not sure about the gummy Yeah, there are a lot of Milanos. I want to have some before we leave. Um, oh, yeah, we'll party after <laughs> it's this. It's a lot of Milanos. I know, yes. yeah. It's all for you. <laughs> it's all for you. Um, Sumali, Spark Chop wants to know, Neela brought back, or brought such a calming presence to the party. How do you think she managed to remain so serene despite her family being abducted? Meditation. Hmm. I didn't, that didn't come up, but I feel like 
You spend a lot of time in nature, in a peaceful yeah, environment. Yeah, like, you know, it's, it was a terrible, terrible thing that happened, horrendous thing that happened, but there is some element of, like, I, I, like Mila's, Mila's life before this happened was idyllic, mm -hmm. you know, like she, she, that, that was her like, kind of normal state was just this peaceful, calm creature. So then this horrible thing happens, but I think that there's some level that you kind of get drawn back to kind of what, what your body knows. Yeah. That on top of, if you mix it with the shock and also the need to, you know, I'm on a mission, I'm gonna find, I need to find my partner and mm. my child. Mm. I think all three of those end up like kind of evening her out. Mm. I, but mo I think mostly the need that, yeah. you know, she's like, I I can't be like a crazy mess and work with these new friends to yeah. achieve my, you know, achieve my goal. You have but, to focus on what your mission is and yeah. not be too caught up in the emotion of what's happening because that could prevent you from completing the mission, which is getting your family back together. Yeah, I think, and I don't know, like, my mom passed away a few years ago. And after, like, the year after that, I was, like, on some kind of crazy autopilot. Mm. You know, like, yeah. I feel like that kind of plays in yeah. when something horrendous mm. happens. And, uh, like, you know, I'm, like, the sole provider for my family. I could not break down. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, and in this case, like, with Neela, it's just, like, this is, this is her whole life. This is it. Like, there's no, you know, if she breaks down now, why... I continue, you know, she yeah. has, and she has a reason to push herself to survive, which is her kid, yeah. you know? Yeah, so. that intuition kicks in and it's, wow, that's powerful. Um, all right, well, let's get to some more questions, but first we're gonna give away some free oh. shit. How about that? Well, uh, We were off last week while we aired our San Diego Comic-Con panel, so tonight's giveaways will cover episodes 27 and 28. Our first giveaway tonight is honoring your epic gift-making skills. It's GIF of the Week. Woo! GIF of the Week. Our winner for episode 27 of Campaign 2 was sent in by Siobhan Beaumont at Vani underscore B. Let's take a look. <laughs> yes, I would like to eat somebody's face off. <laughs> and then Liam's face at the end is so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great. Oh, I man. I wasn't going to turn into a crocodile and eat Lorenzo's face off. Oh, me too. Trust me. A lot of us were hoping for that. Uh, and our winner for episode 28 was sent in by Chris Chapman at Crivens Feige. Let's take a look. Feagle? Something. Sorry. Feagle. Sorry. Yes, oh, that man. was the best. I was trying to ignore this. I was trying to ignore this, and then he kept doing it. <laughs> No. <laughs> I missed that. I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, that was so terrible. Mind up to you. So for a while, it's getting tired. That's so brilliant. <laughs> the, it was so brilliant because it was such a like dramatic moment. I know. And the disdain in Matt's face while he's like, should I do I'm going to give it to you. It's Matt going, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. Uh, oh, congrats man. to you, Siobhan and Chris. You have okay. both won this. Navy CR logo cap. Now this is cool because these are really cool hats. On the back, it says, 
Sh show the people what it Ooh. says. Critter. Nice. Yeah. Uh, this item will be available at Gen Con at our booth number 2931 and will be on sale in our online shop in early December. Critroll.com. September. September. What did I say? Early, you said December, it's early September. Yeah, it's what Max had written down on the, nope. Just kidding, my bad. Talison, mm. question for you from... <laughs> I love every time your face does this, I'm so happy. <laughs> question for you from Nut Zelda. Ah. Uh, Seducus Caduceus. <laughs> what an entrance and a great new character. Did you ask Laura how she felt about a second cleric in the party? Um, I didn't specifically ask her, although I did send all the details of what I was doing to Laura and Travis, and they were, they were pretty entertained and excited by the ridiculousness. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm excited for a two cleric party also just because, and, and just because they're such, the builds between the two characters are very different, so I think it's gonna be fun having having somebody to take some of the, the healing weight off of. Uh, yeah, you can have like a Mercy and a Zenyatta at the same <laughs> <laughs> Some days you need a Mercy and a Zenyatta, you man. You do. Wow, that's right, you're playing again, aren't you? I am playing again. Okay, that's Yeah, good. I am ruining kids' lives at how good I am with D.Va. Are you, are you? I'm, I'm bad. Okay. <laughs> I'm bad. Uh, I ask everyone before I play, I'm like, are you like under 10? Yeah, all right, I'm gonna destroy you. Um, <laughs> Sumali, we're talking about a stupid video game. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Completely uh, lost. <laughs> Danny, do you have a question? I do, Sumali. I have yeah. a quick question for you. Uh, did you know that you have essentially become every critter's mom now? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I've seen the references to you, fur you're mom. Officially, you're fur officially mom. the critter matriarch. And I, it's so um, surprising to me, but I'll take it. I, I mean, it's such an honor. Uh, yeah, I did not. I did not expect that, anticipate it, but I love it. I'm like also one of those people before I became a mom in real life, like people would never guess. Like even my own husband was like, you sure you want to have a kid? Cause yeah, I have yeah, no yeah. maternal instincts, yeah, like none. Yeah. And then, and like I would, you know, I had actress friends who can play moms and believably mm. I was not one of those people. Like oh, I couldn't do that yeah. until I actually became a mom. And now all of a sudden I'm playing moms. And so it was like, I, I like it. It's a, mm -hmm. it's it's kind of still weird and new to me, but like it's my life, so I'll, like I'll take it. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, Talison's the uh, stepdad of the critter community. Am I the stepdad? No, you're not. No, I was about to say that's you're the weird. older, cooler brother. Just one that's been alive I'm, I'm, since. I was like the, the weird unemployed uncle who seems happier than everybody despite the fact that he's living in a garage. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Almost Wait, like, everyone has one. Yeah, like the like a goth fonz. Like yeah, really. Goth fonz. Goth fonz. Oh man, if only that Twitter URL wasn't taken when you signed up. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. hey. I've had that character <laughs> in my life, and you know what his name was? No, no. Uncle Cheeto. Oh my God, it was that's Uncle so Cheeto? good. Yeah, well, Tito Cheeto, because oh, I'm yeah, Filipino, yeah. we call him Tito Cheeto. Of course, yeah. But he would come in and he would be wearing these like awesome leopard print, you know, silky shirts and, you know, I'm that totally pleased. that I'm guy. I'm already pleased. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Allison. <laughs> um, tell, Q-Wickhorns? Danny, help me, what is it? Cubicons? Uh, sure. Sure, guys. Uh, you gave a vague 25-ish years when not asked how old Clay was. Technically, furbogs aren't considered adults until 30 since they can live to be 500. Did you mean for Clay to be basically in his late teens or did you mean for him to be a young adult? He's in his mid-20s from, from furbog 
by Infrabol Gears. He's time works kind of weirdly in that little chunk of the forest, and yeah. he's really not paying attention, like really not paying attention. Yeah, uh, he is. Yeah, he is deep in naval contemplation. So. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, That's he's. What we love about Purple. Yeah. I know. It's so great. He's got better shit to think about than how old he is. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's true. Uh, like what kind of tea to make? No, I like what kind of tea to make. Yeah, he's he's. I think it's somewhere around eighty to hundred is his actual age. I, I, I've got it. I've got it pegged down with Matt, but I don't quite remember what we agreed on. But yeah, he's like twenty three to twenty six ish. Are you wearing the same socks? Yeah, uh, yeah. I got weird tonight. What and I'm actually wearing matching socks. What the fuck are you socks. doing, dude? Uh, laundry was a little thin. Uh, I'm getting ready for the con, trying to pack. That's true. And if I'm at least, at least they're rainbow socks. Yeah. Chief, can we blur that out, or is it too late? Can you blur one of them? I don't want to disappoint all the fans <laughs> who love. Every now and then, wear. randomly, randomly, you wear paired socks. It does happen. Yeah, I get it. Uh, Sumali, Crow-footed Creations asks. Uh, I'm mixed indigenous and really appreciate how Neela both embraced and rejected a lot of tropes associated with the character of that background. Were you conscious of this? Hmm. It's a great question. It's a great question. I was conscious of a lot of tropes that I did not want to go into. I think um, being a woman of color, it's, this was a, big opportunity mm -hmm. for, for like representation and yeah. I really I was hoping to avoid I was hoping to avoid that so I'm glad that somebody saw that yeah specifically for indigenous I the one thing that I didn't want to I knew I didn't want to do because I didn't want to do the broken speech like oh, you know right. yeah, pattern yeah, yeah. and I didn't because I knew that she Probably spoke slowly, and and but I didn't want to fall into that trope of like you know, dances with wolves, right, you know, right, like, I, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so that. And I also there were like, I grew up in Ohio, so my first kind of connection to a verbal is like Midwestern farmer. Yeah, and I didn't. My first thought was like making it, you know, with kind of a South. Southern Ohio, almost Southern accent. And yeah. I was like, oh, I better not do that because that might piss a lot of people off. Because, you know, even though to me it felt real. Right, I you know, know what you're saying, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I thought a lot about just not, not wanting to, yeah, not wanting to kind of offend people, but then at the end of the day, just realizing that if I could, if I could build a character that was grounded in a, that was grounded and that had a, Authenticity to her, that hopefully mm. I wouldn't step on. You know, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't go yeah, down yeah. those. I, I wouldn't go down the the trope path or kind of hit things that were negative, and hopefully have positive associations. Yeah, you definitely did. You definitely did. Yeah, I mean that that character has resonated with our community in a way I don't know if I've seen really since Sprig of the last campaign, mm. right? Mm. When Darren DePaul was on, just touched people's hearts in a way that uh, it was unprecedented, in my opinion, so. So amazing. Um, Taliesin, mm. uh, Danny Mazaya asks, uh, of his new company, who is Caduceus most intrigued by and why? Um, there hasn't really been time yet. That's, that he's, he's not really intrigued by anyone yet. They haven't really had a chance to, to bond. Um, he's not really, 
It's not that he's not intrigued by everybody. It's just that what's what's the phrase? Is every, if everything is terrible, then nothing is. Mm -hmm. uh, everything's intriguing. So yeah, he is very intrigued by his new by his new uh, um, uh, companions. He's also intrigued by this uh, building that they're breaking into. Also, several trees that they've passed along the way. Several rocks have been very intriguing. Uh, a lot of the local flora and fauna, very intriguing. He, he's, he, <laughs> everything's kind of on the same level right now. None of them have really, I, I guess maybe, maybe Bo, if for no other reason than Bo has gotten in to, to kind of play a little bit of verbal verbal fencing with him and he really enjoys that, so yeah. that that's nice. So. From a role-playing yeah. perspective. <laughs> you just drop into yeah, it, but you're like, no, that's it nice. It feels good to talk. <laughs> He can drop into anything and be comfortable. I've seen him do it to yeah. a couple of weird things. Um, Ryan. I'm sorry, Danny. You, From a role-playing perspective, how hard is it, because you have a lot of everyone's shit in your head already. Yeah. Because you've done 26 episodes with the Mighty Nine and being a part of them, how hard is it for you to have to just remember, oh shit, I have to stay in this new zone. I don't know any of this stuff that Talison knows. I thought it would be hard, and it has turned out not to be hard. I was Is it really all expecting that. of them are pretty that. shallow, and there's not much to them. <laughs> I mean, they are, but that's not really what's at stake here. It's not really what's at play. Um, no, I, I, I was really worried about that of just bringing a bunch of uh, even Molly's preconceptions into it or my own ideas, but. It's so much fun coming up with a new reaction to things mm. and just letting something hit and then me going, what am I going to do with that? That it, 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 it's just, it's such a, it, it's a much more pleasant reaction to just go, take a clean slate at this one. And it's yeah. just every time it hits, and even though I know whatever I know, I'm like, I'm far more interested to see what happens if I just pretend I don't. It's, it's, and you know, and when you're making those kind of decisions, the one that feels the best is always the easiest. So it's just, yeah. Yeah, no. And it's must, I mean, it's fun to, it must be fun to experience oh, everything in this new mindset that so you've created, fun. right? It's so much fun. You, you totally look like you're having oh. so much fun. It's awesome. Oh, it was. It was a great episode. Yeah, it's a, it's a very different, it's a big shit-eating grin, but a very different one, so it's nice. <laughs> um, speaking of new characters and stuff, Sumali, uh, Chris Gatlin asks, did Neela have to struggle internally to leave vengeance to the Mighty Nine and save her son, or was it an easy choice? I think the harder choice was not staying with the Mighty Nine to find their friends, mm -hmm. because they had helped me find mm -hmm. my family. I think that, that, was, that was more where I was torn. Would I think, she have sent her family away to go and do that? Or that's, it seems like I feel after like, what you went through to rescue them, staying with them really felt to me like what I would do. Oh, I would never yeah, let them go again. I mean, and I was so happy that Bo gave me that out. Yeah. Because like, I was like, I can't leave you, just help me do this, I can't leave you. And she gave me the out because of my child. Yeah. And so yes, as a mother, you're like, yeah, just run and get out. And I think at the back of Mila's head, like, I think I was thinking she knows that she can help the Mighty Nine better once my husband, my partner, you know, is healed. Then we're stronger to come back and help them that mm -hmm. way. And trusting that, you know, they have, they have, they have a fellow furball yeah, on their yeah, team yeah. now. Like this is like a, yeah. you know, okay, so it's almost like he's, 
you know, like passing the baton and and it's going to be okay. And yeah. I, I think in the back of my mind, yeah, my like I will be able to come back once I tend to my family. Yeah, you know? yeah. The week that you were here to just come check it out and watch yeah. before you played was the night that oh, Molly passed away. Mm-hmm. Was that, did that add to your nervousness for coming on the show a week later? Talking to you backstage, I felt like I had added to your nervousness. <laughs> if I had, I'm yeah, really. <laughs> I think, I think I was just shocked. Like I, you know, in the research that I had done, I, I realized that players can die, you know, or characters can die. Mm-hmm. And that it was a thing. Yeah. But I just never expected it. Yeah. And I didn't think, you know, it was like, okay, so, you know, you're coming in because, you know, you know, two of our, two, you know, two of our players, Travis and Laura, having a baby. So we need, you know, I'm like, I was like, okay. But then I just didn't expect the time that I came in and the time Ashley came in to be such a mm. momentous, yeah. like, point in the story. Yeah. So. A big turn in the yeah. in the narrative of this campaign, for sure. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I was totally I extra mean, nervous, but I tried to put Neela whenever I came to like when I came to the studio and was like before playing. I was just like, okay, be Neela, uh-huh. be Neela, because yeah. Neela's not well, nervous. Well, and I, <laughs> yeah, I remember, that's your acting, I remember that's your acting like kicking walking in. back there, and you were just doing, giving me this. What happened? Yes. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I mean, ah! Yeah, because Danny and I, we were literally like, the, remember that, the battle, mm-hmm. there was, I, I forget who it was that took a massive hit. Not, not, yeah, and points of damage. that was when Danny and I bonded. We literally yeah. were just mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, because we were sitting that comfortable mm-hmm. distance apart where you're like, okay, I don't really know this person, but they seem really nice. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. that happened, and then not gets hit, and we both just like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, yeah. to each other. We're like, yeah. oh, no, what yeah. is happening? And then after that, it was just like sinking deeper and deeper into oh, the yeah. couch when we were watching yeah. what happened and just sh- utter shock. Yeah. Like we were just like, this is not, th- th- this th- this can't be happening. No, no what no, many no, no. of us thought the same thing watching at home. Like there's yeah. no way this is happening. And then well, I'm was... sure your episode was going to be fine. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what do you mean? What do you mean? I was like, yeah, no one's going to die tell... on your episode. You're going to be fine. Yeah, by the <laughs> time you come on the show, everything will be sorted out <laughs> next week. It'll was, be great. I was, just, I was just totally, yeah, I was in shock. Yeah. But then, you know, then you, as the actor, you know, it's well, like, you okay, you just play the character. You, you Your character doesn't know yeah. everything. And obviously, you know, she's... Neela's lost people, and then she watched the mighty. Not, she she watched this group of people mm-hmm. lose somebody. So it was like, okay, yeah. we can we can meet here. Yeah. And I, as a character, I wasn't I wasn't nervous. Yeah, of course. Probably as Sumali, I was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it was the last few episodes have been my my favorites of it's this been campaign. An intense run, man. It has. Um, you know what we should do right now? Give away some more free shit. I was going to say, probably give away some more free shit. <laughs> Our next giveaway is for you fans that create and send in incredible art for moments during Critical Role. It's Fan Art of the Week. And we get to see two, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two of them. Oh, I love the Fan Art of the Week. I know, it's so That was crazy. This week's Fan Art winner for episode 27 was sent in by Joanna Jonan at Raveno with T. Let's take a look. Did you see this? I good, did. good. Okay, I was hoping you I saw this one. I love this one so much. I, it's funny, I almost retweeted it today. Really? Yeah, but I was like, I'm going to, because I retweeted the, the thing that Crit Rolls mm-hmm. Stats did about you instead. We'll tweet it out from our Talks Mocking oh, Twitter account so you can, right and Instagram oh, so you can I see it. I love this one so much. Yeah, that's. 
so fantastic. Kegs, like, blah. Yes. <laughs> um, and our other fan art winner for episode 28 was sent in by Angie Gone at a Gone Thetic. Let's take a look. Oh. oh. Did you see that oh. one yet? Yeah, that's amazing. Oh. Very nice. Oh, look at that. Oh, I love that with the yeah, shadow. That's great. Molly in the background. <laughs> that's really beautiful. Covered in light. <clears throat> it's covered in light. Covered in light. Yeah. I like it. Like it. Like it. Like it. Like it. Thank you to everyone who submitted. <laughs> Congrats to you, Joanna and Angie. You have won these two hero dolts. Hero dolts? Hero oh, vaults? Wow. <laughs> I am shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, what time is it? Oh yeah, I'm shit-faced. Uh, from our friends at Wormwood Gaming, apologies. Uh, Joanna, you have won this Bolivian Rosewood Hero Vault with Celtic Knot, and Angie, you have won this Purple Heart Hero Vault with Celtic Knot. Now these are really cool, they're engraved so beautifully. Uh, and then when you, they're magnetized, when you pop it open, you can put your little hero, you could even put some dice, you could even put some spice. Um, make sure to check out wormwoodgaming.com for all these great products. You can enter our weekly contest by emailing your GIF or fan art to submit at talksmockgaming.com. Rules for our contests are available at critroll.com. Moving on, submit? He did it. Yep. Talison Bigjutsu Yukai wants to know, Clay seemed to react little to not shooting Bo and was more perturbed by Bo's reaction. Just how far does this level of chill go? Is Clay nigh unfazable? You know, I don't know yet. We'll find out. He's, he's pretty chill. The chill goes pretty deep. Uh, he he's how I, I, deep is your chill? His his his, his chill is, is pretty heavy. Deep is your chill? <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, and certainly I don't think violence is necessarily going to be one of the things that that really. I mean, like unless it's really intense violence, I think that kind of what was obviously, obviously, pretty reasonable. Mm interplay between people who seem to be used to that kind of interplay. He was just gonna sit and observe at yeah. this point. Um, I was trying to, I gotta do a little, I, I, I didn't have a lot of time to figure out this character and where he was coming from, but he is vaguely based on, on this guy I used to know who was a Buddhist, uh, he was a, a Buddhist monk living in Pasadena who would just roll around this little electric cart everywhere. It was like back in the 90s when like a guy in an electric cart was a big deal. Uh, That's my favorite song, yeah. by the way, the little Buddhist monk from Pasadena. Pasadena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, and he was just this—he was just this very. I'm like, and he was known in the goth community. I don't remember how he had this interconnection through one of our artist friends, but yeah, it was just people would come hang out. He would—he would—he was really into. Uh, uh, um, God, what are they? Camera obscuras. Oh yeah. So he had this great camera obscura collection. He, people would—he would show off his his cool optic collection. Yeah. And just have this little electric cart. And I was like. It's just very chill about everything yeah, I know. It's yeah, like, yeah. the chillest guy it's I've ever met. A Zen dude, yeah. Just, yeah, just ran around Pasadena in a little cart. <laughs> I love that, I love that. That's gonna be me at when I'm really old at like 50. Yeah. Um, Talison, you did like uh, 
an Irish accent of a person trying to pretend not to be Irish yeah. for a lot of the beginning there for Molly. How did you land on the voice for? Uh, Literally, it was what doesn't like, sound like Percy or Molly. <laughs> yeah, let's see. That was that was literally me going. I've got to come up with something yeah. that is not these two characters, and then once I, I mean, like this is the sloppiest character I've made in so long. Uh, and then once I kind of saw the size of him and and like figured out that he was going to be super chill, uh, I mean, then it just it's like, oh, I can use my, my chest voice, I can get really bassy with him and take my time to say everything. Okay, this is, and also Matt's Furball, um, uh, mm. uh, for Pumat Soul was a, was a big. Yeah. I was like, what, what, is, what does a slightly more badass Pumat sound like, was, yeah. my, was my thought also. Pretty and that badass. was before I had heard what you were doing, and then when I heard what you were oh doing, I'm gosh. like, perfect. It made so perfect. much sense. Yeah. After, oh. after my first episode, then I, when I came back, and you were, you were backstage, and we were all like, oh, mm. we, didn't get to, we, know, we didn't get to meet your character. And you, like, you looked at me, and you're like, now I'm really yeah. excited to play with you. And I, yeah. I didn't understand, like I was like, oh, I thought it's because I, you know, I didn't make a total fool of myself. Right, right, <laughs> right. I was like, all right, I earned Allison's respect. And I'm like, oh, it was because it was a fur song. That's hilarious. It was gonna be so good. Yeah. I know when you told me, uh, you know, after the disaster that you had picked out a fur bog, I was like, yeah. oh, that's great because yeah, Puma and, and then Somali was playing one. And, and since we've only had one in the game, there, there hadn't really been a, a Defining character, like like I, I was worried that it was going to be maybe some clashing between like the styles of play with the, with the personalities of the furball, but no, no, not at all, not at all. No. Yeah, you could yeah. you could tell because yeah. you watched it. and You were like, oh, there's sync. Yeah, that's, that's the furball. That's yeah. that's normal. Oh, as soon as I saw you, oh my gosh, in this last episode, as soon as I saw you, I was like, oh, it's a furball. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> but but like you're saying, that's like it was there yeah. immediately as soon as you opened your mouth. I was like. Oh wow! And it is not planned. It just happens, no. and there's, yeah. there's, it's weird, but it works. Yeah, and... that's D and D, right? Yeah. Uh, Somali Morgan Churchill wants to know. Big fan of your grandfather's, by the way. Um, you, <laughs> why is everyone leaving? Come back. You guys work here. Uh, you never got the chance to call down lightning when you are next on Critical World because you really must return. Mm. What druid or furbog abilities are you most looking forward to trying out? Definitely caught lightning. Yep. And then there was one. Wait, wait. I have to look at my thing. These are like my like yeah my security blankets. Now I like walk around with notes. Um, yes, all my me. notes, my circle of the shepherd notes, my <laughs> yeah. And I would have liked to have tried flaming sphere. Mm. I didn't. You know when I when I picked my spells, admittedly mine were a little bit more focused on healing as opposed to offensive. Yeah. And so I realized I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. So, I, but then as I got to know you know the game, I was like, oh wait, I don't actually have as many good offensive battle you know spells. So, call lightning is definitely the one I would have yeah. wanted to. But flaming sphere, close second. I also like entangle, even though it's not the you know no, it's super fanciest. But I was like, yeah. oh, it's very useful. It is very useful. Um, all right, we got about five Ooh. minutes left. Tell. Zundox wants to know, how long had Mr. Clay had his bags packed waiting for someone to come and spirit him away? Uh, about four months. Really? Wow. Give or take. Wow. Ish. What was he doing all that time? Um, he had, he had a, uh, he was starting to have dreams and was starting to have some, some visions in his meditation about the thing that had gone wrong and was ready to go deal with it, except that he was not feeling comfortable making his way by himself through that much forest. So it was wow. eventually somebody will come along, I'll have a bag packed and I'll just go. 
Yeah. Um, I guess yeah. I guess it was about. It was probably about four months. Yeah, and then like whatever people had come by in that time period were not the right people. Yeah, so worked out I think well. It was like only one one visitor otherwise. Wow. I recall. I'm still. I'm still putting it all together. Yeah. Ah. <clears throat> well, it happened really fast. I you didn't have six, six months, months from the last one. It was yeah. so nice. <laughs> I know. It was much easier. Uh, Sumali, Wizard Genie Bard wants to know. Uh, that's a good combo. Yeah. During the game, were you ever worried that Neela wouldn't get to her son and partner in time? Sure. Absolutely. Because yeah. I, you know, I I had asked Matt like, for this for the second episode. I was like, well, I know I'm exiting in this episode, so. What, how, how do I how do I make my How's exit? And happen? he was, yeah. you know, he was just like, well, you know, follow my lead, and you know, if you happen to run into, you know, then it might, you know, lead one way, or if you don't, it might, you know, I don't, I don't actually think he said if you don't, but I emailed him back right away. I'm like, does that mean I get to meet them? And then, <laughs> yeah. you know, but he didn't respond. He's like, just, you know, just follow yeah. my lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I absolutely thought, I mean, I hoped that they would. I think Neela was certain mm. that we would, but. I wasn't, I wasn't so sure, hmm. just given everything that happened, it, all the uncertainty. A lot of uncertainty, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we had gone back to ask the taskers to hire the, ta like, maybe we wouldn't have even made it there, you know? We, we would stay, what if we stayed with you longer? Yep. Like, yeah, you know? that's true. So. Uh, so many roads it could have gone down. Yeah, I'm glad they were alive when you found them, mm. that's for sure. Because yeah. that would have been. I think I was a little bit mentally prepared too, like if they weren't, but. Yeah. If Matt did that, I would have thrown a brick at my television. <laughs> I would have been like, screw this shit. He tends to have those things on the counter. So like if you take too long, yeah. just bad things will happen. There's always this the never ending bad things that pile up. The I don't you like take. it one bit. I mm. was worried that we were gonna get down there and because we, because we like went down under the trap door, that if we'd gone further, they would have they would have done something to my husband and son, like as punishment, like as we were going down there, yeah. you know, like and that they would just Instead of just torture yeah. them, yeah. like I thought that they would be killed, and then I would, and I might have seen them dead. Like in the moment, in the game, I yeah. was thinking that you know, if, yeah. if that's them, oh my god, they could be, you know, they could yeah. be killed right here. But Ugh. thank God, Matt it wouldn't out. do that. Matt didn't do that. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> thank God it worked out because it's been an emotional couple weeks. I don't need any more crazy deaths. <laughs> Allison, mm. Geralt of Boring Trivia says, save us from Brian's in-depth analysis of Deadwood with an answer to this question. Now listen, any show where the clear antagonist of the show becomes the protagonist. I love that show so much. It's fantastic. I'll, yeah. We'll, okay, we'll anyway. Just like Percy and Molly were shades of your own personality, how does Caduceus, <laughs> just kidding, no, <laughs> reflect your inner self? Um, I, He's he's gobble, uh, he's he's another strain of Renfair is 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 the best way to, to describe where this character came from. I, I I actually fed a lot of there were there were a bunch of threads of Molly that I was like how can I continue to, to play with these threads but in a very different wrapping. Mm. So there's there there was definitely a, a, a big chunk of of Molly that kind of ended up uh, with Clay with Caduceus in this for, for this game. So it was it's it's very much still in that line of 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 the sorts of people that you would hang out with at the Renaissance Fair. And, and then also, I, I, was, I was raised by hippies, bless them. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I there was definitely, um, uh, God, what is the name? Have you ever been to Lake Shrine? Do you know Lake Shrine? Yeah, the Lake Shrine so, Temple, sure. Yeah, so, so yeah, That's very much. That's a beautiful place. I, was oh, sent, I, I spent a lot of time there as a, as a child, and like that was, that was one of, so it very much kind of 
he was hearkening back to to a lot of those like the friends I I had from from uh, the self realization fellowship, fellowship center. Yeah. So, oh my wow. gosh, that's such a I know that's place. so pretty, isn't it? Oh, oh. the oh. only place in outside of India where <laughs> they have Gandhi's ashes. Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah it's amazing. It's, it's like the little gem in Los know. Angeles. We'll go. Oh. We'll go. We'll take, oh. take me. I'll take. I'll take you to my secret garden. It's wonderful. Well, let's go. Take me to your I'm secret garden, Talisman. It's yeah. just. It's lovely. I'm, I'm so happy to get to know more about you. <laughs> oh yeah. Was, yeah. That was the. That was so. That was a bit of that. You can see kind of the. Yeah. That makes sense. If yeah. You think about totally. Piece together. Well, we're out of time, but Somali, I want to ask you before we go. Uh, Lady Amphi actually sent this question in. As this was your first time playing, and you were a natural. I agree. What advice would you have for new players? What challenged you the most, and what did you find easy? Uh, the easiest part is just playing with you guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, once you do the homework, once you're there, everyone and Matt like just makes it so easy to enjoy and get into. Mm. I think the most challenging thing for me was, because I feel like I had to learn D&D, and then, but everybody was telling me, Oh, but do, just do what you want. Like, don't worry about you know the rules and exactly the the canon, and you can you know you can bend the stuff. But in order to know how to bend it, like I had to figure, I had to learn what yeah. this was first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like it was like a two-step process, and it it was not it was not easy. Oh, <laughs> I, I was yeah. like, whoa, like all like all this information. Um, I think the advice I would say is, in don't don't make it harder for yourself, like I did, which was try to learn the box yeah. and then figure out how you can kind of like step toward that that border step away yeah. you know out of that just i think it would have been more helpful if i like if i just sat down with somebody and said this is what i want to do mm. like in you know kind of get feedback that way as opposed to what I did, which was just like, hole up, read. Oh my God, I don't understand this. Oh my yeah, God, I don't yeah, understand this. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. have to like fit this and this and this stat with that yeah. and how do I get this quirk and that, you know, like. It's information overload. Yeah, maybe, yeah, and I think it would have just been easier, which, which what I, is what I eventually did. I sat down with a DM friend of mine and was like, Okay, because Matt had already sat down with me enough, I couldn't take any more of this stuff. Oh no, I understand. Like, yeah. I was like, oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. um, but you know, my dear friend Tom Lommel was like, you know, I just sat down with him and I just, bam, 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 bam like list of questions mm -hmm. and like, you know, he just kind of walked me through stuff and he's just like, you know, just, just, you know, be, find comfort in the fact that the people that you're playing with will lead you yes. through this. Yeah. It's okay, yeah. you know. So this group is really good about going, oh yeah, you know, this, this, use this oh, dice, whatever yeah. else. And yeah. I, I knew that, but you don't know it until mm -hmm. you're in it. Yeah. And then you feel the support and you feel, you know, the gifts that, you know, the gifts that people threw, like Liam on that first day, you know, first day, he was like, so imagine that tree stump is the bad guy. Mm. What would you do? Yeah, and then yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's like, here you go. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's such a improvisation, yeah. you know, yeah, generosity exercise, and yeah. gift. So that kind of stuff makes it. Um, that was easy. Yeah. That felt easy to me. It was such a joy seeing you on the show, and yeah, hopefully you come back because that would just would mean the world to us. Hello, Furbolg. It really would. Yeah. Yep. Fireside Furbolgs <laughs> coming soon to uh, Critical Role. Twitch. Oh, yeah. Television. There it is. There it is. 
<laughs> there it is. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight, folks. We're going to end on the cutest note in the world. Uh, stick around for Talks Mocking After Dark over on Alpha. Critical Role Campaign 2, Episode 29 airs Friday. Not Thursday. Friday night, starting an hour earlier, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern from Gen Con. Uh, I would like to thank Sumali Talison for joining us tonight. Thank you so much. Um, until Friday, don't forget to love each other, and don't worry, it's almost Gen Con. Stay tuned, my friends. We'll see ya. We're back for After Dark. Thank you for that wonderful countdown, Danny. Um, we have a few questions from the Alpha chat for you guys yeah, right. to wrap up the evening. Uh, Sumali, Felix Felis Felicis 2016, whatever. Uh, it's a great name, just long. Uh, how did you feel playing a druid next to someone who played a druid for a few years, Marisha? Uh, did that help you feel more comfortable or make you more nervous? Oh, totally more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. She was there to kind of. Oh, like... absolutely. And I think that, like, my first, the first thing that I that I did was the. The good, the good berries for the yeah, chickens, yeah, for yeah. the dying roosters, and I literally was like, "I can, I can do good berries, right?" You know, like yeah, I just whispered yeah, yeah. it to her, and she's like, "Yeah," and <laughs> it just made you know because that was the first spell yeah. or whatever that I used. So I was, you know, it just made me just wanted to check. Just yeah, to check. exactly. Yeah. It was, it was great. I didn't feel any sort of, yeah, no, nothing, nothing negative, nothing bad. You were in great hands. Yeah, it just yeah. made me feel so much more taken care of and supported by this by yeah. an amazing cast. Yeah. I have to commend you guys on that, Taliesin, because whenever a guest comes in, oh, yeah. everyone, maybe with the exception of Joe Manganello, is usually a little nervous or a little like, oh man, what to expect? They know that the community is so large and there's you know sure. a lot of people watching and stuff, but you guys really have a way of making people so comfortable and... Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I, I think I always find it really fun watching someone play the game for the first time. I remember watching Travis play the game for the first time and watching him kind of do the... Can I can I do this? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You can do anything you want, man. Yeah. Just you might be really bad at it, <laughs> right? But and, and you try, yeah. watching that kind of dawn, watching watching that specific thing of realizing that that it's not a game about what you can and can't do, but it's simply a game of how likely are you to be able to do it. Mm. Is a it, it's it's fascinating watching someone come to the realization that like that level of creative thinking is now possible, and that level of of Problem solving is now that uh, like that possible. It's really, uh, it, it 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 definitely. You're used to the notion of a sandbox game, and but and then getting into a game like this where it's like we don't need a sandbox. This yeah. is this is so much bigger than that. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um, Tell another Matt wants mm. to know Molly Mock's name was Tea Leaf. Mm -hmm. Caduceus enjoys tea, and his outfit strongly resembles a specific can of green tea. Is this a purposefully planned coincidence, and if so, why? This is pure coincidence. <laughs> I was in an in a terrible rush. Um, uh, the tea thing didn't actually, I didn't come up with him drinking tea until literally about 11 seconds before coming on, on, on to the stage. Really? Yeah. Because you were making tea out there for some of us before you came I was making tea because I drink tea because I, I can't yeah. drink coffee anymore. I had my first cup of coffee in months this weekend, and it reminded me that I should not do that. Because I get wired and paranoid and, and oh, have yeah. panic attacks, I was me like, too. "Oh, this is terrible! Why did I think this would be fun?" Yeah, oh, tea God. is a lot more soothing. So yeah, I, the the tea that I had some of my my tea today. Um, it was mostly it was when they went over to look at the tombstone, mm. and they were examining one of the stones that was covered in flowers. And then I was backstage writing notes so that I knew where they'd walk through. I was like, 
oh, this is a fun thing I can do. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna figure out how to make this happen. And it was literally maybe less than 20 seconds before wow. I walked on and was like, okay, I've got a good intro. Wow. That'll be fun. Uh, as for the Arizona, well, I mean, like, <laughs> I've never seen you walk around drinking one of those. No, well, so I, I mean, like, I, I've, it, I will admit it is a thing that I have, like, on long road trips. It yeah, is, is yeah, a very, yeah. I, I love it in the car when I'm driving for 11 hours. Yep. But no, it was, I mean, like, the, I realize now from a lot of the, the art, and I love this, and I don't want anyone to, to stop, is that, is that a lot of people think that it's like a pink, uh, like a cherry blossoms mm. uh, pattern on the, on the, and it's, and it's, it's actually, actually gin blossoms. It's gin blossoms pattern. right here. Um, it's uh, it's actually you can Google it. It's it's a it's a form of lichen that gets really neon pink and red and white. It's it's a uh, yeah. It's it's a it's a it, it's it's lichen that is kind of growing on all the like the weird that he like anything that he wears long enough eventually gets like covered covered in in strange lichen. Whoa, so, that's pretty cool. So and, and you can Google and you'll find these bright neon pink. Crazy, crazy uh, um, splotches of, of mold-looking uh, fungus. Or it's about time you made an interesting and eccentric character, <laughs> Talison. I've been I've been holding back. A couple of duds, and then you found third times the charm. But it's all it's, it's all intentional. It was just only it, it only took three days to put together. So yeah. it's a little did not think everything through through. Obviously, was there any thoughts about? Uh, you know, the fact that you did have such a limited amount of time helping you rather than overthinking it and maybe over planning and maybe coming up with too much before you play? Sure. I, um, I don't think I want to do it again. Right, right. <laughs> um, I would have liked a month. <laughs> A month, yeah. So six months is like a luxury. Six because months is a luxury. A month would have been nice, right? Right. Uh, especially, and I, and especially since I know that Matt can't. I couldn't have given Matt a giant backstory and said, "Work this into the game now." Right. That would have been kind of shitty. Yeah. So it was very much also a this. If, if it comes to it, here's a character who can pick up these tangents and would make sense. Mm. So that way you don't have to throw away anything, and and you know this is all. It's all kind of can be built on the same structure. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that was doing it, getting it done, and, and the reason it had to be done in three days is because the art had to be started, and and our poor artist couldn't start drawing anything until I had rolled a character and figured out what I was doing and what my weapons were and right. oh, the, outfit, the and hair, many many iterations and changes and options, and and at some point I may I'll get her permission to put put some of that up on online and sort of show the the the, she did a the great build, job. and so fast, so fast, yeah, so fast, man. Can I add to yes. like oh. Ariana's props oh. because yes. uh, we, we, the, earlier in the show you were talking about like tropes and mm -hmm. stuff that one mm -hmm. of the one of um, the viewers had sent in that question. I specifically didn't like ex describe to Ariana what Neela should be wearing. Oh really? Because I was <clears throat> I didn't I I didn't know you guys, but I I trust you guys, but I didn't know like I was like if I say Asian influenced, I didn't know. If I was going to come back with like rice patty hat and like you know like I, sure. I didn't think that was going to sure. happen, but no, I was like, yeah. like yeah. so I just was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna toss it over. Here's here's the physical description and here's some other things and you know, and it was Ariana who said, I took some liberties and I I went with a Mongolian inspired, yeah. you know, look, and I was like. Oh my God! It's yeah. perfect. That makes so much more sense. While she was t tossing me a bunch of that stuff when when we were when we were doing some iterations of the character, she was like, "I have some more Asian influenced armor," and I was like, 
Oh, I mean, hmm. Because mm, <laughs> she hmm. was pressed for time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so she, that makes sense now why she was throwing that at me. Oh, oh it, it, yeah, it made, it was, it was so good. And it just made me feel like how much more I could trust everyone because she got it. She got it. And it wasn't, it wasn't overdone. It wasn't underdone. It was yeah. literally, it was the perfect amount, and I was so happy about that. How so. has it been? Did you spend the weekend or the last couple of weeks looking at a lot of the fan art that people had made on, oh my gosh, isn't nobody, it amazing? Nobody told, like, I've been, because I've been trying to like a lot of things, because yeah. I'm so grateful, I like to try to like, but I, if I like a bunch of things, then the problem is, I can't find the stuff that I, you know, the, the art. So then now I didn't know, like I should have asked you guys, how do you keep your collection of we, it? We, we have we have a collection. We can give you every, we can give you access to everything. So we, 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 we just, so, oh gosh, because I've been it, like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have known that. I spent hours this weekend, know, it's, like it's, scrolling and so trying much. to find, there's like so we, there was much. that one, like the one that, that one yeah, fan yeah, art yeah. of the week. I was like, oh wait, there was that one with, with all the whole group and she's holding the smell bag. I got to find that one. I literally was like three hours to find certain ones. Wow. <laughs> I Known. Yeah, no. My favorite is occasionally I'll say I'll see something and be like, oh, I'm gonna, and then like I'll get distracted and I'll go back to Twitter and be like, it's yeah. it's just it's gone. gone. Yeah. It's right. just gone. So now I'm getting yourself the tweet. Oh, so what I'm doing is I copy the link now. Mm -hmm. I copy the link and I have a running email that's yeah. like oh, there character, you, go. you know, yeah, character yeah, art yeah. or just think like some, some of the gifts yeah. that I wanted to say. So now I just copy it and put it in my email. But yeah. I figured you guys had a better solution. We, we you have, guys, a, we you have guys a system. Just like, you, have, you, have, you have someone we who's have helping. We have Liam. Liam is we our have system. a Liam. Liam <laughs> helps with that. Liam and Rachel are like the curators of the art for us and they spend I couldn't even tell you how many hours. Yeah, there's a gallery every week, right. so they spend forever, yeah, going through that stuff, and it's it's amazing. The character art. It's emotional. Yeah. It's emotional. That was the, yeah. one of the first things that I, when we started to do this show, was I'm like, we have to do some sort of giveaway for fan art because I wanted to just show it. Yeah. To, I wanted to because not everybody has Twitter. Not everybody's going to be able to see that stuff. It doesn't always make its way around all the different social media sites. And, you know, we knew that literally everyone would be watching this show. And so we wanted to show off the, I'm kidding. We wanted to show off that fan art. But yeah, it's, it's so much. If you just do the Critical Role fan art hashtag during yeah. Twitter, it's during so the episodes, it's, I, I can't so believe much. how fast people yeah. crank out just incredible detailed artwork. It's, I wish I could draw like that, but I can't. It finally dawned on me the other day, or just yesterday, I was like, oh, the, the medium of storytelling, this medium of storytelling lends itself so easily mm -hmm. to like the, the character fan art. Yeah. And I, I just didn't, for some reason, it didn't click on my mind. So I was like, I've had people send me, you know, images of my characters in the past, but nothing like to this level. Like this is, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, we have time for a few <laughs> more questions. Uh, Tell the vigorous jaw says, Cassius Clay or Caduceus Clay, who wins? Oh, Cassius. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, that name, um, that was literally a name from my um, archive of scripts that will never sell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which was the, I need a name, and oh, here's a thing that's, that's here's, a, here's a work for hire that never got picked up. I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> good, I can recycle it into this now. This is the third attempt for me to use this name in a thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, Clay's good. I like Clay, and I've, I've been I've been wanting. I, it, it is now the third iteration of that character, considering that I've I've. Uh, yeah, he was he was in a he was in a um, adaptation pitch, decades ago, and then uh, 
I was briefly about to maybe write for a video game, do some writing for, for a video game, and he almost ended up there, and then he went back in the file, and finally last night I was like, oh, I can finally, last week I was like, I can finally pull this name out of the archive again yeah. and actually do something with it. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's great, I love it. Oh, finally. Caduceus. The deuce. It's good to have. It's good to have like a little box full of like. Well, we're never going to make that up, but I'm sure I can like raid this for something of value at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your creative writing. And you did. You it did. Only took, it only took a decade and change. Pays to keep notes. Uh, Sumali, our last question of the night. Let's give it to you, shall we? This is from MP Invisible. As a first timer. How does playing D&D compare and contrast with your other types of with other types of storytelling and performance experiences? Whoa. Acting wow. on screen, maybe other improv type stuff that you've done before, VO work. Yeah. Dang, that's a, that's a good question. I It's like nothing I've ever experienced. Mm. I mean, I was thinking how voiceover kind of lends itself well to this because I don't know, like it, it there's there's somewhat of a theatricality to it when mm. you're, um, you know, when you're when you're role playing that in the world is just so much more fantastical than anything that that I've kind of worked on on camera. So I, I, that's a tough question. It's totally unique. Yeah. And I, I love it. It's it's kind of like the best of all things because it's got the for me improv kind of freaks me out like when there's yeah. like no I boundaries agree. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that the dice help, like the dice rolls guide mm. you um, yeah. and that there are, you know, there's a certain number of spells that you can cast in a day. You know, I I like that and you know that that just feels good to me. Yeah. You, you know, I like how you said it's not really a sandbox. No. But to me, it feels like, it, I like it because it is, there is a, a little bit of a sandbox yeah, there, it but it's, it's big. Yeah, right. it's got some, some borders. Yeah. So I'm not just like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, thrown into something. I feel yeah. there's structure to it, which mm -hmm. I like, but, but the rule, the play within that structure is yeah. huge. I, I don't know. I mean, this is like, this was intense. It was a, fantastic introduction to something I've never experienced, I've never done, and now I understand why people love it. Mm. I was, after my first like practice game, I was like, <gasps> and yeah, I did yeah, get to do yeah. Call Lightning in that game, and I was oh, like, nice. oh my yeah. god, this is amazing. You're hooked now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know I that feeling. I was like, I didn't get why my friends would spend hours doing this, yeah. and I, I just didn't get it yeah. until I, you know, until I was given the opportunity, so. It's an analog adventure to go on with friends in a world full of screens and disconnection. Oh, and, oh yeah, and yeah. yet, it was, it, I don't know, if it's kind of, it was kind of like the, the kind of, when you, when you voice a video game, mm. especially, you don't have the script in advance, so it's, you're flying by the seat of your pants mm. and you don't have time to think about anything else. Mm. But, you know, it's like line, 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 and you don't necessarily get, you know, the feeling of creating the full story with your, you know, with your castmates. This was like flying by the seat of your pants, but you're doing it right there. And yeah. it was just, I loved that literally the entire outside world disappeared. Mm. Yeah. It was it's immersive intoxicating. In that way. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. it was so easy just to forget about everything and just be there telling the story. And yeah. with people who 
are so such oh, good storytellers and so immersed in it and you just yeah it was it was amazing oh, I'm like so great now having I you understand D&D &D love That's so great. <laughs> yes I know now you'll be hooked for life Yep. Hopefully, I get my son into it too. Oh yeah, yeah. Next. We were just talking about that. Yeah, I mean, he'll he uh, he'll get into it. Oh, yeah. He knows all about furbolgs already. <laughs> Amazing. Already, already, already on the way. Like well, yesterday, he's like, "Mama, mama, I'll, let's play. You be mama furbolg, and I'll be uh, the because he kind of knows what happens. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. "I'm caught in this cage. You have to get me out." Because oh, <laughs> no I showed him adorable. some of the things. So cute. Oh, it was oh, so man. funny. It was like he wanted to like re pretend play that like four or five times. Oh my gosh. He's like, "Okay, now what does the dungeon master say at this point?" And I'm like, well, the dungeon master said, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I'll tell him what Matt said. Yeah, yeah, and then you're yeah. like, okay, and I'm inside and I reach my hand out. <laughs> oh, that's so that's too much. It was very sweet. It was oh, very God, sweet. <laughs> I love it. So he's like D&D &D player coming, like uh, up oh, and yeah. coming. Bring him around here. We'll teach him the ropes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Can't be around children. Um, that's all the time we have for tonight, folks. Uh, we will see you Friday night at 9 oh, Eastern man. for Critical Role Live. You guys excited? I'm excited. I'm excited for I'm you excited. guys. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Nervous. Excited. I'm going to start waxing the rest of my body now. For that outfit, you better. Oh, my oh yeah, for the outfit, too. Yeah, yeah for sure. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I'll show you a picture after. Okay, good. <laughs> good night, everyone. We love you. We'll see you later. That's After Dark. Thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tox Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time. Dunkin' Cold Coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with Dunkin' Cold K-Cup Pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Dunkin' is where you want to be.